Welcome to the Come and Belong podcast. I'm your host, Brother Zach Coder. Really excited today. We are being revisited by someone we've had on the podcast before. Uh, this is Porter. Say hi, Porter. Hi. <laughs> Named after Joseph Smith's bodyguard, right? Porter Rockwell. Yep. Dang, 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 dang. Uh, you're that cool, really, because he's like one of my heroes. Yeah. Well, actually, it was like after my dad's own leader, who technically was named after Porter Rockwell. <laughs> Still, so. No, you know what? You're the real deal. That's what I'm going to say. So. Porter, thanks for joining us today. Porter's uh, had a really, really, really cool experience where recently he actually got to go to Africa and like help. This sounds terrible, but like demolish part of the temple for the re um, the reconstruction, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> okay. So, so cool. And there were some, some spiritual experiences there that he's going to share with us. And I'm just really excited. Thank you for being here today. Of course. As always, though, we're going to play a game. Uh, and this has become one of my favorite games. I need to find a couple new games, but uh, for today, we're going to play Mormon Mouthful, okay? Okay. Um, so for those who maybe have not listened before, I've got some cards here, and on these cards are some seemingly random words put together, but when said out loud, it actually uh, sounds like something that has to do with our culture and our church, okay? Uh, we're going to set a timer here for a minute each, and we're going to see who can get the most. Oh, man. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Do you um, want to give the clue or get the clue first? I'll give the clue. You're going to give the clue? Yes. Okay. So cool. So you hold it up like this. What you'll do is you'll hold it up one card at a time and on the back, you'll see the actual, right? Does that make sense? And yes. then you can flip it back and forth because there's two per thing. Does that okay. make sense? Okay. Yep. So I didn't really look at that one, but here we go. Okay. I, when you hold it up, I will begin. Ready? Yep. Okay. Go. Up, pause, souls, apostles. That's nice. A, okay, that one's pretty easy. Uh, have in, have in, have in, heaven. Nice. Okay, okay. I think we got the easy ones this time. Cause bill, gospel. Nice. Okay. Ape, raw, hammock, oven, ant. Ape, raw, hammock, oven, ant. Ape, raw, ape, raw, hammock, oven, Abrahamic covenant. Nice. That was a little bit tougher. Buy in, haired wreck. Buy in, haired wreck. Oh, this one's hard. Buy in, haired wreck. Buy in, haired wreck. Buy in, buy in, haired wreck. Uh, pass, pass, okay. pass, okay. pass. Sorry. Uh, Naw of you, heal annoy. <laughs> Naw of you, heal annoy. Not, oh, Navu, Illinois. There you go. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Hen court. Hen court. Hen court. Hen court. Hen court. Hen hand cart. There you go. Oh, right at the buzzer. Right at the buzzer. Okay, that was a minute. I'm gonna be terrible. What was that other one? What was that one I missed? Um, it was the Pioneer Trek, I think. Buy in haired wreck. Yeah. Pioneer. Oh, that was tough. Yeah. Okay, so what did I get? I got uh one, two, three, four, five, six, six. Nice. I got six. Okay, six is the one to beat. Okay, you ready? I'm not very good at uh, <laughs> pronouncing things, but this is gonna be fun. The, that'll be fun <laughs> for most of us. Maybe not you, but us. Okay, you ready? Yep. On so your mark. Ready. Get set. Go. Farm hilly scan beat to gather for heavy heavier. Wow. <laughs> Farm hilly scan beat to. Oh, families can be together forever. Nice. Okay. Manifesto. Manifesto. Dang, you are good. Okay. Um, Grace. Grace. Oh, dang. He. He. He jerped. He jerped. He jeeped. <laughs> he jeeped. I'm gonna have to pass. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gorahor. It's Korahor. 
Um, ho buff visceral visceral ho buff visceral. Oh man, oh, you're saying visceral. I'm gonna have to pass on that okay, one. Okay. See how many we can get. War herd kiwa your herd kiwa your. I love this game. It's so dumb. War herd kiwa. Yeah, I'm gonna have to okay. pass again. Spear hit ba adhi. Spear hit bahadi. Oh, it's spirit body. Okay, okay. Hip. Oh my. Phil hippie yawns. Philippians. Dang, good. I almost the, said that at wrong. The, <laughs> at the buzzer. Good. Okay, so you got Philippians. Spirit body. Okay, this one right here. So read this one again out loud. War heard kawayor. Ward choir. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so you got two there. You got those. Uh, you got three, four there. Um, did, this one? Hobuff visceral? Visceral? Hope of Israel. <gasps> Oh, <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. And then you got both. I, we tied. Let's go. Okay, good job. Good nice. job. Well, thank you, man, for playing. I know of it's course. a dumb game, but I don't know why. It's that was one actually of my really fun. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Well, Porter, thanks for joining us today. And um, first of all, I know that you've been on the, I think like a month ago, you were on with the, the LDSSA. And so uh, tell us a little bit about you, just in case people don't know. Yeah. So my name is Porter Cook. I'm originally from South Carolina. I'm actually um, the vice president of the LDSSA along with Dixie. She is the president. Oh, it's the battery. Okay, we'll keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually going to Utah Tech studying mechanical engineering right now. Sweet. So. And how much longer do you have? I have about uh, three years. So. Okay, so you got a long haul. Yeah. <laughs> How are you enjoying it so far? It's been amazing. Are you still in generals? Are you doing your gen your gen ed, or are you are you like into like the actual program? I actually knocked out all my generals this semester. So damn. Yeah. So now this is where it gets fun, man. I know. Okay, that's awesome. Well, Porter is a stud, and he is so active here at the institute, and he does so many different things that just make him amazing. Um, and not that a trip makes somebody more amazing, but this trip I think makes you more amazing. <laughs> You just had a really cool opportunity. So uh, I know that there was a connection between this trip that you just took and your mission. Could you share with us a little bit that connection? Absolutely. So I served a mission in Ghana, Accra. I actually had the opportunity to serve there for about 10 months. And then COVID hit, the world shut down, and I actually got reassigned to the Las Vegas, Nevada West mission. Okay. And so it was kind of interesting. Like I was preparing to go back. And so I really like hammered down hard the language, like I was going to go back and then I never got to go back. So this was really cool. I actually had one of my mission companions reach out to me and he was saying, don't you know the language pretty well? And I was like, well, I did study it for like a long time. That's and awesome. he's like, well, there's this awesome opportunity where we're going to go to the Ghana Kra Temple and actually do some demolition there. So that was really cool. That is just, wow. Like, how long were you there? So we were there about um, the entire time that it took us. We thought we were going to get done on Wednesday, but it ended up being on Sunday that we got done. And then we had three days afterwards just to visit with families that we had taught. So it was about a week that and a half. so cool, man. Yeah. Oh, I haven't been back to my mission. I'm a slacker. But what a cool opportunity to go back and reconnect with them and also to be a part of such an amazing work. Yeah. That's so cool. So let me ask you this. So you get to Ghana. Did the language come back to you? And by the way, what language is it? So it's actually a Santi tree. It's a dialect of Akan, which is like three different uh, dialects in themselves. There's Poyapim, Fanti, Asanti, and then 
um, there's one other one, but I always forget the name of it. Okay. But yeah. Did you feel like the language came back to you though pretty quick? Um, not at first. There were a couple of things that I had said, like I was just greeting people like Mapacho Hutisa and people were like, uh, that's not right. So I had to like figure out at first, like, oh man, like just the way that you formally greet people and then informally greet people. So were you formally greeting them or were you saying like, Hey, there's a pimple on your nose? <laughs> I mean, like, were you saying it right? It just was what? It was just more of the pronunciation than oh, anything okay. else. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Were they kind about it or were they like, Hey, white boy, what's going on? Well, a little bit of both. Cause like many people don't speak tree. So they're always uh, like, Oh, brony, wuka tree. Like you can actually speak tree. That's crazy. Oh, that's but awesome. other people were like, yeah, you're going to have to work on your pronunciation. A little okay. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, that's so cool. So tell us a little bit about like, um, what the trip and uh, like, w- what did you do while you were there? I mean, you just ripping out stuff. What? Yeah. So we were actually hired on by, um, one of the contractors that rips up, um, just the carpet and temples and then redoes the carpet. Okay. So we were just mainly the grunt people. Like my companion who had served a mission before, he was more of like the person that knew the ins and outs of Africa. Got it. And so in that specific area, he was like getting us to hotels and I was more of the linguist of the group. It took me a little bit to get back into it, but (laughs) that's so cool, man. Yeah. And then when we actually got to the temple, we were working from nine o'clock in the morning to nine o'clock at night. Wow. Just ripping up the old carpet. We had gotten the celestial room done and then the two ceiling rooms and then the two endowment rooms and then um two other rooms i think the only thing that we didn't get were the outside corridors so we had ripped up everything besides that put all new carpet in there so that's so cool yeah now some people might hear oh cool he went and did construction work in the temple but i I know that you had shared with me um just a couple experiences you had but tell, tell me like what what spiritual lessons did you learn doing grunt work in the temple for all intents and purposes i actually learned a couple um there were some amazing opportunities that i had one of the opportunities that i had um we were actually taking lunch at the area office okay and we sat down and like we had gotten to know our um i guess it would be waitresses here in america but like the people who make the food and we were talking to them in a sunti tree and um all of a sudden i noticed everybody just got quiet like everybody just got quiet and in walks this guy and he's got four guys all around him and everybody was like all hushed and he comes up sits right next to us and so this, this is an important guy you can yeah, tell yeah yeah in this tribal clothing and he's like hey oh brony mopacho hutisen i was like hey oh mopacho nanswe he's like no miyadumo he's like hey <laughs> Okay, so we didn't know what you just said, but so, the point is you're having this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, it was like, hey, American, how are you doing? I was like, I'm fine. By the grace of God, I'm fine. And you? And he was like, wow. And it was really interesting. He switched into English, and he was like, you are now my honorary nephew. That's and so, so cool. Yeah, I got to take a picture with the king. So he is actually the king of the region of Obono. So there are so many different... Um, regions out in Ghana and depending on which region you're from there's actually a certain dialect that goes with it oh wow yeah so if you just like see somebody from Ghana a lot of times people will just ask them where they're from and depending on where they're from you can they speak like so many different dialects that's crazy yeah 
So you, the king is there, and maybe I missed it. Maybe maybe I said it. I know I've heard the story before, but like, why is the king in the area office? Oh yes. So <laughs> it was really interesting. In order to actually teach the kings, you have to get um, the Africa area west presidency's approval. And so he was actually to uh, he was actually there to meet with Elder Klebengat and all of the rest of the Africa area west 70 so like two missionaries what they just tracked it into him one day or did the king reach out and be like hey i want to learn more about your gospel so like, i was actually asking him about that because it's not every day that you see yeah king. a king which which by the way i just that's that's scriptural right like i just i i keep hearing those those verses you know that that king shall be their nursing fathers right and queens that it's like oh my gosh here we go like you're yeah. teaching royalty right now it was so cool just to meet him and to see like so his brother was actually the one that was a member of our church okay and he got really interested in like the things mainly about the message of like families can be together forever love that yeah and so he was there just to um eat some fufu which is like the traditional like uh food that they have out there fufu yeah okay (laughs) so i just met him in passing as he was going to speak with them so that is so cool but you got i've seen the picture it's such a cool picture there you are with a king right yeah (laughs) that's so cool man what a cool experience what a cool experience what else what else happened for you that was like just kind of a a good experience for you while you're out there ripping up carpet yeah so one um experience that i had was uh i was just going from area to area after we had gotten done with the temple which being in the temple that long from nine o'clock to nine o'clock that was amazing in and of itself but um as we were kind of traveling to the different families we had taught it was really interesting i had taken a taxi from one of the areas that we had to another and i just got talking with a guy in asante tree and we were talking about just the things going on in his life and kind of talking in asante tree him being amazed that I could speak it, me trying to get better at a Santi tree. Right. And I was just asking him about his family and he started talking about his wife who had had actually six miscarriages. Oh, geez. Yeah. And so I was just talking to him. I was like, that must be so hard. Like, I'm so sorry about that. He's like, I'm just grateful to have a wife. Mm. I'm just grateful that I have this taxi car. And it was really interesting as we were talking, he was like, my wife, she gets so nervous that I'll leave her. But I always tell her, like, hey, you don't have to worry because, like, just the fact that I have you, like, that's that's a blessing. So I think one of the lessons that I learned the most is just all the different things that we take for granted is, like, just life in general. That's such a commodity that we don't even think about most of the time. And especially being reassigned to a, a different mission, like, it really opened my eyes to a lot of the different things that we have, like, um... As soon as I got reassigned, uh, I was getting so used to sleeping on the floor and the dirt floors yeah. that they have there, no washer, no dryer. And so it's it's third world. Yeah. 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 And getting to Las Vegas, I was like, wow, you guys have a car? <laughs> like, you guys have working AC? This is amazing. And they were like, what are you talking about? Like, this is what it is. Yeah. yeah. But it's, cool. yeah, it was amazing. You're right. We do take a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot for granted. I have a buddy who right now, um, he's a new buddy, uh, someone that I've just become acquainted with in the past couple of months. His name's Nick and insanely successful, um, multimillionaire, um, 10 years, my junior, like he's this young guy who just has everything. And recently he just decided, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to simplify. He's got littles, you know, well, I I don't know. They're probably like eight, nine. 
Uh, I think he's got a little bit younger than that, but they just pe- packed up. He served in Sierra Leone and same thing, right? He, he goes there a lot of times and he'll just start busting into, you know, his language and people are like, oh, okay, I see you. Right. And anyway, just some of the cool lessons that he's learned, uh, things we take for granted, right? Like internet connection, which is a huge, big deal for them, you know, and he's anyway. So I love that lesson. I think we could all do with a little bit of humility. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you were also telling me that like culturally, there's some things that you miss. I had asked, you know, how you doing? You're like, I'm adjusting, right? <laughs> Coming back. Like what, what culturally do you think we're missing out on here? Um, one of the things that they say in Africa all the time is we're so free. And I never really understood that until I went and revisited Africa. Okay. Because I was like, economically and every other way they're so oppressed yeah Yeah. exactly but then i started realizing like just the way that they communicate with one another especially in the way that like they greet everyone and it's almost like it's almost just a mode of communication where they're just like everyone that you pass you have to say hi to otherwise it's just it's rude and disrespectful Hmm. so that's one thing that i really missed about ghana is just saying hi to everyone we don't even make eye contact here, right? No, especially at the campus. Like everybody's eyes are down. <laughs> yeah, look up. Let's all look up. Let's start saying hi to people. I know like even, I mean, I think I'm a pretty friendly guy, but like I make eye contact with people and and even I'm sometimes afraid, you know, to do even that, that simple thing of like making eye contact. Like, oh, are they going to think I'm staring at them? Are they going to think I'm like weird or, or whatever? But you're right. I think, yeah. <laughs> look up and say hi more often, right? That's yeah. Cool. Anything else culturally that you're like, I miss that about Africa that I wish we'd do more often here? There's so many things like the food, like okay. the way that they have their accents too, the tonation in their voice. Like it's hard for me because like I got so used to it that a lot of times now, whenever I'm talking about Africa, I'll slip into it. I'll be like, hey, it's too sweet though. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's sing-songy, isn't it? Yeah. It's just a colorful way that they even talk. That's I know. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Porter, well, thank you. I, um, I've just been thinking so much about your experience. That's why I asked you to be on, on here. So thank you. This is mostly for me. I've just was thinking about what a cool experience was. I know it sounds weird, but like to demolish a temple. So this week is Easter week, right? And mm-hmm. last last night in Come Follow Me, uh, we were studying. We're, we're actually trying to take like, you know, the Savior's last week here and we're studying it this week. Like we we're asked to in general conference, which I just absolutely loved. Um, anyway, I'm excited. Easter's become a cool thing again <laughs> for me. But like thinking about your experience and thinking about what the Savior did, you know, yesterday, today, where he cleanses the temple, right? And when the Savior did it, it was because there was things that didn't belong there, right? When you were over there in Africa, you were doing it because it was time. It was just time to refresh. It was time to redecorate, to remodel, maybe to remove some things that are older and to replace it with not nicer for the sake of niceness, but like things that are going to last. Right. I was just really thinking about what, what was spoken in general conference, right? Things that matter most are those things that are eternal. And so I, I don't know. I just love the idea of in this gospel that we can change. Um, whether it be through things that we've done that need to change or whether it's just it's time for change um, or things that are out of our control, right? That that the gospel is a gospel of change. And I don't know if you have anything to speak to as far as that goes, but like, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it was really cool. Just like um, thinking about that in particular because President Nelson has talked a lot about like rededicating the temple especially the salt lake temple so to actually be able to work on the temple and to think about all of the things in my life that i can improve i thought was really really interesting and not only that but like thinking about things that i could take back because you only really get to visit one place at one time 
if you can take back the experiences that you have and incorporate them because I would love to package everybody up and take them all to Africa because right. it's so amazing. But I'll come. I'll <laughs> <laughs> but I think that working on the temple more than anything else just gave me a new perspective on all the little details that go into the temple, all the little facets that we take for granted, like laying that carpet. It was so heavy. Like it was about a thousand pounds of just like me and my companion and two other dudes that were with us just trying to lay that in. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. But it's so important that it's something that they're willing to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on and have people go out and work on. So I love the symbolism of what you just said, right? You talked about the cost. You talked about the weight. You talked about who was there with you, right? And in the gospel of Jesus Christ, as we change and we strive for change, it's worth any price we'll pay, right? If we are surrounded by the right people, um, that burden can become lighter, right? Um, and that, yeah, it's worth it. Those details are worth it in our lives as we lay that down. So thank you, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Anything else you'd like to share? Everybody should go visit a third world country. It's amazing. <laughs> if you it changes, can. <laughs> oh, it changes perspective. Definitely. Well, Porter, thank you so much. I really appreciate your your burning testimony and your love for the saving, your love for others. You're such a friendly person. And and, uh, and thank you for sharing this, um, this, this experience with us. Yeah, thank you. Okay. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for joining us today. And I just want to remind everybody that this podcast is not affiliated with nor endorsed as an official production of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All words and opinions expressed by participants are solely their own and do not reflect official doctrine of the church. 